0: For morning prayer happy Monday to you this morning let me turn this down it's gonna be loud all right there we go so welcome this morning as you come in say hello and uh, we'll greet you in the Lord hallelujah we thank God for the opportunity to pray together. Those of you who watch us and participate with us on YouTube and on Instagram, uh, wherever you're participating. We don't go live on Instagram, but we do upload it uh, afterwards so people there can join us. For some reason, our software only allows to three areas, not uh, we're on our website, we're on YouTube, and we're on uh, Facebook. I don't know why. I think it's different streaming to Instagram, so they haven't quite got that. Yet, Uh, Good morning, Tracy. God bless you today. We're so grateful to God that we can come together and pray uh, according to his will. Amen. Glory to God. So uh, I was reading this morning uh, as I do in the mornings. uh, I was reading first in Colossians uh, chapter one. It's a verse that we read often. Uh, Before prayer, before we read uh, between Ephesians and uh, some verses there in Philippians and then Colossians, and it's really about uh, knowing uh, the Lord more and, you know, and, and growing up in him and advancing in our faith. And I was reading how Paul was telling them that when we advance in our faith, we can be a good witness for Jesus. Uh, it attracts when we advance in our faith, when we grow in our faith, it attracts people to him. And we have more confidence to share him with others, amen. Uh, when we're growing and increasing in the knowledge of Him, uh, so. It's a place that staying hungry for him and, and not getting distract, distracted or becoming weak in faith, that kind of thing. We talked about that yesterday. It's always making sure we don't lose the progress that we have made in him. Amen. And so uh, what we talked about yesterday was growing in him and increasing in him. And so it's not a place we visit once in a while, but we stay hungry. We stay in that place of growth. Amen. We stay in, in that uh, position and that posture of faith. Glory to God. So from there, I started reading an account of Jesus in the book of Mark. And uh, because uh, we are in our church, we're talking about growth. It's a season of growth in terms of uh, spiritually in every way. We're growing up and increasing in the knowledge of him. And the reason why we do that is because our vision is that every one of us Every one of us, we're a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Every one of us, not just one or two or three or 10 of us, but every one of us does this. And so that's why we're checking up on our growth, seeing where we are celebrating because we've all grown, hallelujah. And so celebrating what we've, what we've grown in and then uh, seeing areas where we can continue to grow. Amen. One area that we can continue to grow and everybody can is our response and, um, I think a lot of times when we're starting out reading the Bible and then I think some of us don't leave this place. We read the Gospels and the accounts in the Gospels of what Jesus did. He healed the lepers. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. He healed blind Bartimaeus. He, he's provided uh, loaves and fishes. And when we read those accounts, we say, and he's still doing that today. Good morning and happy Monday, Ivan. God bless you. We say, yes, and he's still doing that in my life today. And so we read these accounts as we are the woman with the issue of blood going to touch the hem of his garment Uh, that we are lacking, you know, the loaves and fishes and he's providing and multiplying that for us. That we are the ones who are saying, come and bid me to walk on water. And he's telling us to come. But the thing is, is at some point we've got to move from looking at the people who Jesus healed, who Jesus delivered, who Jesus cast demons out of, And saying, I identify with those people because Jesus has and is doing that for me. And we've got to start looking at what Jesus did and say, as he was, so am I. And so he delivered those people. He multiplied the bread. He healed that woman that was crippled. And because he did that, he even said, the works that i do you see them greater works will you do because i go to the father and so we need to start identifying with him so i encourage you here's a project for you here's how we grow a project for you is when you read in the gospel the accounts of jesus healing people put yourself in his shoes not in the people that he's talking to stretching out his hands to heal He's done that for you already. He's taken care of that on the cross for you. So now you need to look at your example, Jesus, and his response and follow and do what he does. Amen. So in Mark chapter four, Jesus, it says in verse 35, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But as soon, uh, but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Do you see Jesus' response? Do you see his response in the middle of a major storm? What's Jesus doing? He's sleeping. Does this mean he's sleeping on the job? He wasn't ready? No. This means he's in so much faith in his father to deliver him that he just took a nap. I'm tired. I'm taking a nap. And I don't care what storm comes. I'm taking a nap. And so he began to sleep. He was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. He even bought a cushion for for his head. I'm going to sleep. And the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? First of all, their response, Don't you care? that we're going to drown. Have you ever said that to the Lord, that response? Don't you care? Don't you see what I'm going through right now? (laughs) Lord, don't you see? Don't you care? Yeah, that was a response. And Jesus said, what kind of response that was? That was a response of no faith. And he, they had been listening to him and hearing his teaching. And he, he's like, how come you didn't take care of it? Remember when they were with the 5,000? And they're like, we got to feed these. He said, you feed them. They still hadn't gotten the revelation. Good morning, Quadwo. God bless you. They still hadn't gotten a revelation of who they were. And so he was still trying to teach them. But they keep, kept looking to him for the miracles. And he's like, you do something about it. So he went to sleep. His response was, you can do the same thing I do in fact greater works than i do can you do any one of those disciples that were with jesus could have stood up and told the winds and the waves to be quiet and then put their head down on a pillow and do the same thing but they didn't they didn't have enough knowledge at the time their faith as jesus said one translation says oh ye of little faith this one says do you still have no faith so their faith was not at a level to do that that's why we're talking uh, in our church about growing and increasing and growing because we don't want to be here. This, we should not be in this place where we're like, Jesus, do something about that. Because remember, these are the same people that he sent out with, with, uh, you know, 72. There was like 12 plus 72 more. He sent them out and he, he empowered them and told them, go and heal people, go. And they did. And they came back astonished and celebrating. And what did they say? Even the demons are subject to your name. And so they were they were kind of stunned and surprised. But these were the same individuals that were like, Jesus, don't you care that we drown? They could have done the same thing that he woke up and did. So I encourage you, as you read, good morning, Jean. God bless you. As you read the accounts of Jesus throughout the Gospels, don't, don't even call them stories anymore. Call them accounts. They really happened. These are things that happened. And so as you read these accounts, don't identify with the people that Jesus is healing, delivering, feeding. He's already done that for you. He's provided all that for you. Don't identify with them. You identify with Jesus and you say the same works he did. I can do and greater works can I do because he went to the father. Now, yesterday we read, good morning, Laura. Yesterday in church, we read John chapter 15 and you have to remember the context for John chapter 15. In John chapter 14, he started talking to the disciples and preparing them for his going away. He, what was to come. So he told them the Holy Spirit's coming. He's going to help you. He's going to remind you of the things I say and and the things I did and then he's also going to tell you things to come like that storm that Jesus went through. You don't think, you think he didn't know there was a storm coming? No. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. He, he was led by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit probably prompted him and said, there's coming a storm. And he's like, okay, thank you. Good night. Went to sleep. Cause he knows what he's going to do in the midst of the storm. So he was telling the Holy, telling the disciples, here's how the Holy Spirit works. Here's how he's teaching me. Here's what he's going to do for you. I'm led by him to do these things. I only do and say what my father says to do. Right. And so he says, he's going to show you those things too. Then in John chapter 15 that we read yesterday, he said, continue in my word, remain in the things that I've taught you, remain in them. And then you'll ask anything in my name and it will be done for you. That's what he told them. Stay in my word. There's going to be opportunity to get distracted because I'm not going to be here with you. But he used him and his father as an example, just like I do. And I remain in my father. He's not present here physically with me. Like I'm not going to be physically present with you very soon, but I say and do what he tells me to do. I remain in him and I remain in his love and look. At all the things I'm doing, if you'll do that when I leave here, you'll do that that I'm doing, and you'll do greater works. That's what Jesus was telling them. Then what did he do? In John chapter 17, he prayed for them, and he prayed for us. And he showed us even how to pray. So that's what we're doing today. We're praying because he taught us how, and we pray in the same spirit and in the same power that he prayed in. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. So I encourage you as you read the word, identify with your master, identify with Jesus, because it says in the word, it says, as he is, so are we in this world. So are we in this world. So are we in this world. Hallelujah. And in reading Colossians chapter one, it's talking about knowing that, like really, really, really knowing that. And that's what growth is about. It's truly knowing who you are in Jesus, knowing what he's done for you, and then walking out the greater works that he's called you to do. Amen. And what does that do? That attracts others to him. And you can be a greater witness of him to others. Amen. Father, we thank you. We're so grateful that you are our heavenly father. And Jesus, many will say, oh yes, but you did that. You did those things because you are the son of God you're the son of God. And so I thank you that you remind us often that we are sons and daughters of God as well. (laughs) We are joint heirs with you. That means we're at the same level as you are. We're not greater than you. We're not greater than you, but the same power that's raised you from the dead is the same power that's in us. The angels see us the same level as you. They couldn't believe that God would create someone and put them in a position that he's put us in. You've seated us positionally, spiritually. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, right there, right there at your right hand with Jesus. And so we thank you. We're not greater than our master, but as he is So are we, oh, that we would get that revelation that we would walk in the greater works that you've called us to walk in. And so father, I thank you. That is why you are encouraging us to grow and increase in our knowledge of you. You are growing, we're growing and increasing, and our eyes are being open so we can see and know and understand and grasp and lay hold of these things. We can lay hold of them. And Father, we, we lay hold of them so tightly that we never lose progress. We never lose progress. So we lay hold of them intentionally. And we grow from that place. And every day we grow higher. You said we go from glory to glory and from faith to faith. And so we grow and increase in our knowledge of you. We grow and increase in the greater works that we do that we've been called to do. Because you said that we are your masterpiece. Your workmanship created in the anointed one and his anointing Jesus created in Christ Jesus unto good works. And Jesus not only said good works, but he even included greater works. We've been called to do greater works, even greater than what he did, because he went and sat and seated us together with you in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, dominion, every name that's named, not only in this world, but in the world and age that is to come. And you put all things under Jesus' feet. And because we are in him, he's the head, we are the body. We are in him. And all things have been put under our feet. In Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus. And so we thank you, Father, for that. And so we rise up in our authority. We rise up in our authority. And we... Oh bradeshte celebrando no mon gronde ne mandande mogosta nimbrondolo bro venechta labrando gronde ne mastande dimbron borose celebrando robo stini brando robo sota you know a lot of us are identifying with lazarus we're identifying with him and how jesus told him to come out of the grave We identify with Jesus saying to Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. (laughs) And we see ourselves coming forth. But you know what? We should be identifying with the master who said, come forth. We should be calling things in our life that be not as though they are. And we should be speaking life to things that are dead in our lives and in the lives of others. We should be calling forth the dead and calling life to come into their lives. Just like Jesus did. That's a greater work. We think about Jesus and we're like, well, he raised the dead. It may not just be people that need raising. Don't you think every sinner that's going to hell needs to have life? eternal life and so they're dead in Christ right now and so we can be a witness and we are raising them up to eternal life. We're saying come forth out of darkness and you come into the light of Christ right now. I call you to come forth right now in Jesus name. Death and destruction have to leave you right now in Jesus name. Death and destruction are broken off of your life in Jesus name. In Jesus name. I call life into your body. The life of Christ. The light of Christ. You come into the light. You come into the light. I exercise the authority that's been given to me. And I call you to come into light in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's how we exercise our authority in Jesus. And what did the 72 say? They said, even the demons are subject to to your name. That's the same name that we use today. It's the same name, the same name, the same man, Jesus, that we are to be like today. As he is, so are you, my friend. As he is, so are you. So what are the things in your life that you need to do what Jesus did? Who are the people around you that need the power of God that's resident on the inside of you? The same power that raised Christ from the dead that lives in you. What's that that you need to give to others today. What is it? He's calling us to come up higher and come to the place that we come to that realization of who we really are in him. And so we identify it starts with, he's given us a simple task and he's given us a simple assignment. When you read the accounts of Jesus, don't identify, with the people that he's talking to, with the people that he's healing, with the people that he's feeding. He's done that for you. When he went to the cross, he's taken care of all of that. He's redeemed you and he's given you all of these things. But then he says for you, that is remaining in him and continuing in his word there are greater works that you'll do even greater than what he did we don't even know what more we can do because you know we're stuck on oh i just gotta get to touch the hem of his garment and i will be made whole he's already first peter 2 24 says you were healed so if you were then you are healed that, that hem of the garment, you, you got to move past that (laughs) because now you're seated in heavenly places with the person who is wearing that, (laughs) right? You're in him. And so you, you've got to get past that. And we, we have songs that even the winds and the seas obey. Why can't I obey you, Lord? Why can't I, what? We've got to get out of that. We've that's, that's, we got to grow into another place with him. This is why he has us talking about growth because he has so much laid up for us that he wants us to reach up higher for, amen. As we grow, we can reach things. I don't know too much about reaching for things on that top shelf. <laughs> for me, <laughs> growth is so much because I am so short physically. My stature is four. Everybody asks me when I go to the doctor, I'm 59 and a half inches. For those who know, can't do the math, I am four and 11 and a half. Don't take that half. Don't ever take that half away from me. And so I'm short. So when the word of God tells me that I can grow and increase in this way spiritually and be 10 feet tall and reaching for the higher things, I run to that. I embrace that. And he's showing me even more about that because my story has always been I've always felt like the smallest person in the room and that my voice didn't matter. But Jesus came and he changed all of it. He's changed it all. He, we're all on the same plane. All the, the, the field has been leveled for all of us. He calls us all to come to the table and he is no respecter of persons. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Father, we are grateful and we thank you. Thank you for the revelation knowledge that you are giving to us. Light comes right now in Jesus name. I thank you that you would show each and every one of us who we are in Jesus. As we read the accounts in the gospel, we do it intentionally and we look at our example, Jesus. Jesus, we study you. We study your ways. We study what you did. We study what you say. We study how you prayed. We study how you loved. We study everything about you, how you lived in unity with the Father, even though he wasn't present here on this earth. You showed us how one man can live in such unity with the Father that he would change the very course of this world. He would change the dynamics of the lives of so many people. And so we thank you, father, that we live aligned to your word. We live aligned to you, Jesus, and that we make an eternal impact in the lives of those around us, those around us. Hallelujah. When God gave me that vision for our church, I had no idea what it meant. I just thought, wow, it's one sentence that, you know, one or two sentences that we all can just grab hold of and learn. And, but, but he's showing us more about what it means to live aligned to his word and that it really means to live as Jesus lived on this earth. So Jesus made, how, how many of you know Jesus made an eternal impact on this planet? And because he did, we can. And so that's our goal. That's our aim. And if we'll just take our eyes off of ourselves, I think that's why he has us doing this, uh, uh, you know, these growth stories on Sunday morning to take our eyes off of ourselves because it's not about us take our eyes off of ourselves, even in church. It's not about us. It's about sharing him with others and it's an opportunity at church to share him what he's talking to us about with other people and it's in a safe space. I guess that's what he's trying to do because I've been asking him because I know a lot of individuals are having problems with it. I know I sense it every Sunday morning. I sense it and believe me, it weighs on me when I come home as a pastor. It weighs on me. I don't want anybody to be fearful or guilty because they're not going to do it. Because I know people won't do it. I know some won't do it. And that's fine with me. I'm giving you a pass. You don't have to do it as far as I'm concerned. But talk to your father about it and see what he has to say. Because he's telling me to do this for a reason. And I don't want anybody to be in guilt and condemnation because Pastor Maria is making us do something. That's not what this is about. You be led by the Spirit of God and do what He tells you to do. I just want you to learn obedience to your Father. What is it He's telling you to do today? Because when you do it, you are going to change someone else's life. You may have struggled with something that someone is about to give up on today. It may be hard for them and they're about to give up. But because you open your mouth and you glorify God with your story of growth and how he taught you and led you through this, it will help them and encourage them and it will make an eternal impact in their lives because they won't quit. They'll do what Jesus told them to do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just thank God. He just, he wants so much for us. And and my heart wants so much for the people who are in our church and the people that I am with every day because I know there's so much more. I know there's so much more. There is so much more for you and I in Jesus. We've only scratched the surface. I've only scratched the surface of what he wants us to do for him. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. We give you honor and glory for being such a good father and and, 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 and wanting us to be a partaker of all that you have for us. We thank you and we give you glory for it. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for this time together. I thank you for every person. And if they have a need, I thank you that you supply it. If they're down today, I ask, Father God, that you would lift up their head. Show them that you are with them and that you will never leave them or forsake them. Never. No, never. You've never failed us once and you never will. And so I ask that you would show yourself strong in their lives today. Show them who you are and who they are in you. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, glory to God glory to God. Well, thank you for joining me today. I thank you for joining me. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for declaring the word of God with us. Let's walk in his anointing. Let's walk in his power and let's be a witness for him everywhere that we go today. Amen. Glory to God. Well, I love you and